0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the episode 38 of Solid Saturday. The guest we have today, Ramdhan Yadav Katmaraja. He is a founder of Kolabari Inc. and Kolabari School of Data Science and Analytics. Co-founder of at at AI, and has a massive experience in system architecture and entrepreneurship. So let's just welcome him and explore how did he find his area of interest and managing to lead that area of interest. As well as we are going to learn a lot more things about his organization, Collaborate So, welcome, Ram, and very happy to have you on the show.
1: Thank you, Vaishali. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: So, to begin with, actually, I would like to ask is that you know your true area of interest shows that you are purely in the entrepreneurship side. So, what does Colabri does, and what is the story of Collaborate, and how did it begin?
1: Yeah. So, it's a uh, uh, interesting story like I mean like many of the guests on your show uh, uh, it's came out of like passion Um, Mm -hmm. and my passion is uh, uh, to give back Mm -hmm. Uh, so I came uh, I came from India Mm -hmm. uh, in 2001 worked as a developer and then grew in my career Mm -hmm. Uh, and I had the uh, opportunity to go to Harvard uh, Mm -hmm. and study Uh, general management and uh, entrepreneurship, uh, Mm -hmm. more of a liberal arts in management type of thing. And uh, uh, basically, um, it pushed me uh, to think about how do I give you back. Um, And uh, uh, at that point of time, uh, there was a small incident like which forced me uh, to think about, okay, how can I give back to military veterans specifically?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So my, um, I realized that okay, I can hire a military veteran as a data analyst um, and uh, employ them. So that's my way of giving back. Um, interestingly, uh, when I started looking, I could finding uh, military veterans with these skills, especially tech skills, is really really tough. So. Uh, we decided to uh, train and hire them so that's how it kind of like started Um, and after the first cohort uh, we kind of realized that there's a lot of need to do more (laughs) of it so and that spiraled into uh, we creating this uh, training ecosystem and uh, also a whole uh, ecosystem that allows us to uh, help people who are on the other side of the track,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: with less opportunity, with less opportunity to uh, good paying jobs, mm-hmm. uh, especially now uh, because of the whole automation, mm-hmm. uh, even COVID, it pushed mm-hmm. the whole digital transformation and a lot of people are losing jobs. Uh, so the work that we, do uh, and we have been doing is primarily helping people Mm -hmm. uh, give them skills, especially data skills Mm -hmm. and human skills that are necessary to succeed in the high-tech environment Mm -hmm. and help them move into good paying jobs. In a way, we we call it our mission is around uh, basically people ask why I want to do or why we want to do what we are doing. Uh, Our mission is we want to pass our American dream to 100,000 people so which uh, so it's a, it's uh, in, in a way it's a, uh, uh, it's a it's a good back story but we are fortunate that it evolved into uh, a business model mm-hmm. uh, and also uh, our work ended up uh, winning a uh, MIT solve mm-hmm. most promising work of the future solution Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2018 in a global competition with uh, almost like more than 1,100 companies that are coming from worldwide.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: that was like super exciting because it's mostly in the impact space, right? It's really impact space and they're looking for companies that are making a big difference. And uh, recently, uh, this year we ended up uh, joining the Inc 5000
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, as uh, and it was, it was also very very exciting. Uh, Mm-hmm. And we got the rank fifteen forty one. So, in a way, uh, there, there is the spark of entrepreneurship. But the idea of like giving back uh, mm-hmm. opened up like such an interesting uh, business, uh, mm-hmm. business model that uh, allowing us to grow. We feel like very fortunate. We
0: mm-hmm. have
1: the opportunity to do what we are doing. Yeah.
0: And thank you so much, actually, and definitely. Uh, it's very important to give back to the community and uh, very few people stand for it so happy to you know uh, get your name on the list so thank you so much for sharing and when we are talking a lot more about this uh, giving back to the community uh what would, uh, would you like to share like you know about the collaborative feeding america fundraiser and aws Racer? what is that yeah, yeah.
1: yeah uh, absolutely so one of our uh, passion uh, is uh, democratizing data science mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: and uh, the way we want to do it is giving the uh, data literacy and data skills to people at large so we are the way we look at it is people who are afraid of technology people who never think they have an opportunity in technology so we try to take we uh, uh, take the concepts of working with data to people uh, and then uh, this year uh, i worked on like an interesting project uh, with uh, uh, with interns. Uh, so uh, and that project is around uh, amazon web services deep racer
2: mm-hmm.
1: right so mm-hmm. this amazon web services deep Tracer is about you know, it's an autonomous vehicle uh, programming uh, mm-hmm. basically in a way you are doing reinforcement learning you mm-hmm. develop reinforcement learning models uh, and uh, what we were able to do is we were able to partner partner with amazon amazon uh, and create this very simple way of getting introduction to that and mm-hmm. demystifying the complexity involved with the machine learning reinforcement learning amazon web services and mm-hmm. help people uh, kind of access this complex technology in a very fun way mm-hmm. so and we did it into like a two and a half hour uh, workshop mm-hmm. and and thankfully like this is all put together by the interns uh, that we brought in like this summer mm-hmm. uh, so uh, and we did like a couple of pilot projects and then we wanted to see how we can like really take this interesting workshop uh, that we put together to help uh, mm-hmm. uh, to help the society so uh, our interns and the team came up with the idea that we can yep. use this workshop uh, to teach people, uh, but also uh, use it as a way to do fundraising for Feeding America, especially uh, there are lots of people who are suffering now because of the COVID yep. uh, joblessness and mm-hmm. uh, and uncertainty in the economy. Uh, so we, basically they propose that it's a really good organization to support and I said, it. So it's like, hey, let, let's do it. So we are able to one, teach people uh, something complex in an interesting way, uh, and also uh, use the venue to uh, raise money for uh, a, a need that is like out there right now. And mm-hmm. it's a good way to uh, give back and also put, uh, uh, put our skills, right? Whatever we are learning, it's a way to put the skills to good work. So, and also, I guess uh, it's fun for the uh, our interns and our uh, team that is putting it together.
0: Yeah, and that's the advantage I feel that you mentioned that being in the technology, you can actually help a larger mass, like a larger volume people.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. 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 And uh, while uh, moving towards your teaching, that you mentioned already, that data science and analytics. So why choose data science, analytics, and human skill development as a core offering by Collab?
1: Yeah, so that's a, that's a good question. So okay. this this boils down to again, uh, uh, people who we are uh, serving. So again, we have the uh, probably you heard uh, you you customer focus, right? So if yeah. you are if you are able to focus on your customer, you would be able to do uh, you would be able to do something back. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our customer when we started is a military veteran. Uh, are, uh, pe- are people who have like limited opportunity and uh, probably sometimes don't know access to the technology, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, and when we wanted to teach uh, teach them like tech skills, it was really puzzling, right? We don't know how to teach them and what they would learn. Mm-hmm. And we want, and when we teach them, we wanted it to be effective. So, what we kind of realized is. Um, when we if we when we teach coding
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's very abstract and very difficult for people to understand it's like learning a new language right mm-hmm. as an adult you don't want to learn a new language you you have like no and, and because it's kind of like difficult mm-hmm. but uh, when we started when we focused more on data
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: basically it is like playing with lego blocks right so you can legos you can see you can play around with them and build like it's fun for kids as well as adults, right? Uh, so even I I, I, I play with Legos with my, kid, with my son and daughter, so it's right. fun. So similarly, like working with data is something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody can, they can see it, they can play around with it, they can visualize it. So uh, in a way, it, it's an easier tool to teach technology for people who are not digital or technology native. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, and also a lot of people, uh, they they have some work experience they mm-hmm. may be a customer service rep or a barista or a, uh, i don't know uber driver or they, they 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 must have been like working something and they get some front uh, mm-hmm. end knowledge they have some sort of domain knowledge right they understand the sums sort of business and when you start giving them uh, how to work with data mm-hmm. for them it's easy to uh, connect the context Right, mm-hmm. So it's like you let's say you worked on a uh, in a finance company's uh, customer service uh, rep right you are mm-hmm. trying to support mortgages or bank accounts or whatever uh, mm-hmm. you understand the business and when we teach you how to analyze financial data how to uh, analyze customer data mm-hmm. it just clicks uh, like that just so simple, right mm-hmm. uh, and then when they start like working with the tech teams and people probably like you and me who studied the programming and like came to there trying to like make things work when when we put them together, the result is like usually amazing. So in a way, uh, data first learning is Mm -hmm. easy for people people to learn. uh, And so that's why we do that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, And uh, it also, and and the other piece is, you are in data science you know the data mm-hmm. is exploding
2: mm-hmm.
1: probably 50% of the jobs in the world need some sort of data skills right
2: mm-hmm. so without
1: that that's yeah. the future that's that's the future yeah. that's the future of work so that's uh, that's how uh, and, and it made sense for us to do that and
2: mm-hmm.
1: the right time right place and uh, it caught up so that, that was great
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so that's why data skills um, and then this There is interesting concept about human skills, right? Mm. So people used to call them soft skills Mm. uh, before. Now uh, that narrative is changing. Recently, uh, MIT put together a framework around human skills development because they don't want to call it soft skills because they're not soft, but they're human, right? So it's like uh, critical thinking, collaboration, communication, and Mm -hmm. management, uh, capability to communicate and interact with others, and all these like various things, right? Mm-hmm. So these are human skills. Uh, the traditional way of developing these skills is right—you either do a workshop, or you are doing mock interviews, or mm-hmm. the very one-on-one person-oriented, uh, right? So mm-hmm. uh, with one without these skills, you don't get a job, and you can't succeed in your career, and they are really important. Uh, but at the same time, these this is some of the most uh, difficult skills. Though they are called soft skills, they are difficult skills because to obtain. Uh, mm-hmm. So we we looked at okay, how do we use data, data analytics, data okay. science, artificial intelligence, computer vision type of things mm-hmm. to help people be better versions of themselves, mm-hmm. right? So. Uh, it, it's uh, we did like some really cool stuff, and we ended up as part of our competition at MIT. We ended up winning a artificial intelligence for betterment of humanity prize. So that was like, wow, that's this really cool. But uh, so, uh, but it was interesting for us because we are using technology uh, to help people develop these human skills, and mm-hmm. we, we, are, we are able to use data science and data analytics to do that. So, which is uh, uh, which, which which, in a way is like very gratifying as a tech guy. I was used to solve all business problems, so I'm like, oh, I can use it for human development. That's great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, so that's, uh, it's one, uh, yeah. So those are the reasons, those are the things like data skills and human skills that we try to focus on.
0: That's great, actually. And uh, when we're talking about a lot more about learnings as well, right? Uh, Would you like to share more about uh, any specific programs that you deal with and uh, why learning by doing method is important do you think
1: yeah oh yeah so we we try to deal with like few uh, um, courses so we again uh, if you take like a typical uh, online course or Mm -hmm. any other program you find there are tons of programs that are available for people Mm -hmm. to go like to do it we don't do a lot of programs we do very specifically focused foundation uh, what gives like this thing so one is we focus on uh, uh, data analytics as the core foundation mm-hmm. uh, which involves basically from sql to databases to mm-hmm. data cleansing and visualization pieces and then we have a uh, stack around we teach mm-hmm. RBI uh, Tableau, Click, Python type of things, and then there is another stack where we teach uh, data science, machine learning, uh, t- um, artificial intelligence like type of areas. So it's a uh, it's a stacked model, and we just focus on these areas. And in these uh, in these we do uh, we start with uh, instructor led learning, and then shift people to become into self learning platforms. So instructor-led, mm-hmm. instructor-led uh, learning. Start. I keep getting tons of times the questions about it. You are doing it in online world. Why are you doing instructor-led learning? Mm. Uh, why are, Why can't it be just uh, self-learning? And uh, but uh, self-learning works great for once people uh, knows how to work with technology. Once they know how to work right. with uh, how to deal with it. Uh, but uh, most of the times, who People we are working with, with they need like a um, hand to help them yes. to get mm-hmm. so, so we start with the instructor level mode, instructor learning mode, and then take it uh, and, and empower them to become self learners mm-hmm. uh, So yeah, so it's a you know it, it's a, it's a process, and we have been very successful and mm-hmm. uh, thankful for having the opportunity to do that. So. Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's a very valid point, actually. You know, to empower to make them uh, eligible to do by self-learning, definitely some kind of a mentorship or the guidance is always required, and then definitely important that you get it at the early as well in any field so that you can grow in a particular direction. So thank you so much for sharing. And uh, moving towards, uh, already you shared a lot of things about collaborate actually. So. Would you like to share some success stories of people who graduated from collaborate programs?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, there there are like some very interesting uh, success stories, which are also foundation for our innovation, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, for example, uh, the uh, as part of the human skills uh, that we uh, that we Develop it was uh, created because we are trying to help uh, a military veteran, um, and that military veteran he came, he was from uh, Africa, um, and uh, he is a math major. Right, mm-hmm. and he has math, I think, uh, and and he's a math major, really smart guy, but working as a cable box operator, right? Okay. Because the reason for that was he has a severe stutter. Mm-hmm.
2: Right
1: so mm-hmm. he can't speak so and that's why he never up he never got a job mm-hmm. um, so um and uh when we started like talking to him we didn't know like how to help him uh and at that point of time um i don't know whether you uh whether you saw the movie there is a movie called king's speech mm-hmm. um and in that in that uh, so in that king's speech movie uh the king has stutter and he needs to uh, give a speech. He never gives a speech, but he needs to give a speech. So they use the audio. Uh, wh- what they do is they make him hear uh, what he is speaking by putting uh, audio headphones on him. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, His fluency like gets better. So I was like, oh, well, I- I'm gonna try that out. What, what am I gonna lose, right? Mm-hmm. So, so instead of like the audio, like what we did is we had like, okay, take a, Record your video. When, when, so usually as you are going through it, you submit assignments, right? So as mm-hmm. submit assignments, we said, you mm-hmm. submit assignments, but we also want you to explain the work the assignment your assignment mm-hmm. in a video.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it worked, you know, the experiment worked. Uh, and in six months he ended up getting a job as a quant at a hedge fund company, right? Which is truly the job that he deserves his uh, stutter did not change right his stutter is still there, but what happened is his confidence changed right? uh-huh. because uh, it's like uh, he's able to record all these assignments and he's uh-huh. able to listen and he be able to watch right uh-huh. uh, so uh, see, and that that allowed us to create this whole platform around the human skill development so people who are going through this platform they record the Videos and we run computer vision and give them feedback and uh, they are like, oh, you are talking slow, you are talking fast, you look, you look straight, like type of feedback, right? We could give them, and uh, and they get a dashboard uh, of all their videos and their analytics and things like that. So in a way, we are automating the whole mock interview process, right? So and and make it a lot more uh, informative for them. So that's one of the innovation. Uh, that uh, we we kind of did. Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and that was like one, one success story, right? And the other thing, another success story was uh, there is an organization called Year Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of the largest nonprofit uh, organizations in the United States. And they focus on uh, skilling the urban city youth, at-risk urban city youth, and help them get into uh, internship. Mm-hmm. so uh, I had a conversation with their CEO, and I told them that, "Hey, you know we know how to teach data analytics for, uh, for the demographics of the, uh, you, you are trying to address, and they didn't have the uh, capability to uh, I mean uh, to deliver a strong data analytics program. So I started like working with them. And mm-hmm. we are like, wow, it's gonna be easy. We know how to do it. But, uh, but what happened was, uh, when we went and like, started talking
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to the students and like, trying to understand uh, how they would learn, etc., etc. we realized that they have access to computer only two hours a day, mm-hmm. right? So if you have access to computer two hours a day, mm-hmm. and you are trying to learn data analytics, Mm-hmm. There is no way you are going to succeed, right? In After like a three months or six months course, right? Because you just sit in the class, you listen, and, and two hours uh, computer access and boom, done. So, and these kids, when they graduate, they're supposed to go and like work as interns at Facebook and LinkedIn and PayPal's mm-hmm. the world. And, they, uh, and there is no way that they're going to succeed there. It would be just... Uh, basically they, it 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 more it becomes more like a corporate social responsibility initiative rather than a like effective outcome so to solve that problem of having access we had to innovate right so our innovation uh, involved uh, creating uh, basically taking all the data science tools and putting them on the cloud and giving them what we call skill cloud right um, so uh, so that way they don't, have their, instead of like two hour access, they have access to all these com- complex tools from mm-hmm. their Chromebook or from their uh, uh, iPad or whatever like this thin device that they're carrying. So now they can access this from their library, from their home and everywhere. And unfortunately, there are a lot of kids who do not have access to uh, mm-hmm. computing for. So that allowed us uh, to help uh, hundreds of kids, right? Mm-hmm. into internships at this large uh, Silicon Valley uh, companies right? and uh, some of them got permanent jobs from data engineers to data scientists like various types of roles, portfolio managers so that was like another interesting uh, success story it's a, in a way uh, in a way the journey has always been exciting mm-hmm. for us uh, to do that and and, and also, about 45 percent of our uh, programs mm. are women. Okay, um, and almost like 80 to 90 percent are like uh, in general like minorities. Around 45 percent of them are women. So mm-hmm. one of the interesting story about uh, one one, uh, one woman who now works for us full time is she was a uh, she was a single mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got. Uh, She lost her job uh, and uh, she got another job which paid less than her previous job. She had like uh, two kids and she had to choose between uh, paying rent
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, or uh, paying daycare because her her, uh, income was not like good enough. So because she wanted to work, she chose to pay daycare. And so that means she cannot pay rent and she got evicted. So, so she was living in her car, living in shelters with kids, and like trying to like get by. And she came to know about us, and in after like six months, she started. Uh, she got a job as a data developer, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 moved into like good paying career. And then uh, she worked in the industry for after a couple of years, and now she came back and joined or, joined us uh, to. Uh, become a program success manager she wants to like uh, just like i wanted to pass on she wanted to help everyone else who is going through the program and help them succeed so uh, yeah so it's a lot of interesting uh, interesting stories like that that uh, i can i can talk all day
0: <laughs> that's great actually uh, i really uh, i'm started feeling really great to have you on the show and uh, uh, many thanks, actually, whatever your organization is doing. Uh, definitely, it's very good initiative to help the society and the strugglers who are, are planning to get the stability in their lives and uh, trying to earn uh, as much as is needed. So thank you so much for sharing that and moving towards, uh, as you're talking a lot more about how the human skills development are important. So I would like to ask is how do users develop tech and human skills on your platform. And would you like to show it to us?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd like to show it. So before that, I mean, uh, let me also uh, tell a little bit about you. I, uh, I mean, you, you are definitely an inspiration to a lot of young people, right? So, and I've been like uh, watching your work uh, since you were in school. And I tell a lot of people who come to me, you know, what should I do? Just go and, like, watch Vaishali and follow like, her.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you so much.
1: <laughs> follow her so, to succeed, right? Because you put yourself out there and you try to uh, uh, you, you, you try to showcase, like, what you got. You would succeed. And congratulations on having your own show. This is... Uh, yeah,
0: thank you so uh, really much.
1: Awesome. Really awesome. awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, let me see if I can share, like, some of the uh, things that we do. Um, uh, okay, you need to enable screen sharing, I guess. Yeah, I'm
2: mean, I enabling mean, actually.
0: Okay. Are you able
2: to? Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so so one of the pe- one of the things that we do as part of our work is like I said, we depend a lot on uh data, right? So basically uh, every, every so these are all the people uh, who are going who are going through our programs and they are in our platforms like trying to go through and as you can see like everyone has like scorecards around like how they are performing so what what that does is the scorecard okay this person is one hundred and three percent meaning they beat the expectation uh, out there like that's in the class right okay. so yeah so uh, we use data to tell people uh, uh, how w- whether they are succeeding or not. So one of the things about uh, one of the interesting things about data is uh, we provide almost like real-time uh, input to them. So probably I can show you like some of the uh, information so we kind of like show them what is their hour of the day like day of the week, or how what is what are the various activities that they are doing, daily efforts and how mm-hmm. their weekly engagement sports looks like. Uh, so we provide them information like this and mm-hmm. uh, a- across like various programs and what it, our objective of like giving some of this information is a um, lot of times when you are learning things, you mm-hmm. have like no idea whether you are learning or not, whether you are succeeding or not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also you constantly have this uh, uh, fear of, okay, maybe you're failing because you failed a test or maybe you did not score well in a particular, uh, in, in a particular module or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, And this, uh, the, the demographics of the, the people who we are like trying to work with uh, typically face failure their entire life, so mm-hmm. they're constantly failing. So when they see a failure, they feel that it's a failure. Right? Mm-hmm. And they, so our goal is to tell them that, hey, this, this data uh, that belongs to your profile is also uh, someone who has already gone through this program and succeeded. Just because you are failing at this data point mm-hmm. doesn't mean you are failing in the entire course right just because you are succeeding in this particular data point doesn't mean you are succeeding but instead all you need to do is just keep accumulating this data right and mm-hmm. accumulate the performance metrics mm-hmm. and like put your time and hours and homework in place and eventually you will you will learn enough skill to kind of like succeed so this is a, a, we use like data to give them Data driven guidance Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, instead of like getting bogged down whether I did something right or wrong, whether I'm doing good or not, instead, just look at your data and you're good to go, right? Mm -hmm. So, that's one of the pieces that we do. And the other thing, uh, so what that does is that creates one accountability for them and that also uh, helps them. Uh, to compete with others. Like they, mm-hmm. they become like competitive and like better their scores. Uh, and that too and that and, score is really not about how amazing they are, that score is really about are they developing habits. Right? Mm-hmm. Are they developing habits of like working on something, putting enough time and effort into it mm-hmm. and, and and are they continuously growing. So that's a that's uh, that's one of the ways to do and the other is uh, here I'll just Show you. Good morning,
2: everyone. My name so, is and today I'm going you to
1: you you, about, you. Uh, So, if you see these two videos here, right? So there is this one video now yeah. uh, which she posted, right? And here, like this is like we process it the back end, and basically it comes up saying that okay, hey, uh, it, it's continuously like changing. So probably you are seeing this. Uh, okay. Facial analyzation videos on LinkedIn and everywhere, right? So here, what we are doing is we are actually giving them feedback around. Okay, hey, your face is straight. Your this, your facial expression is like this. Your background is like this. So similarly, we give uh, input on their uh, voice, uh, voice modulation, and how many words they are speaking uh, per minute, uh, and also what words they are using, etc. So we give this feedback to them. So which allows them to kind of like develop their own uh, so they, uh, develop their own uh, way of like how to get uh, how to improve so for example, if you look at this particular uh, dashboard right mm-hmm. so this dashboard gives them the capability so if you see it's like just starting a little uncertain, but as you keep going down, you can see like the body language changes right mm-hmm. using. Uh, hands and basically, there is more assertiveness uh, in in her expressions, right mm-hmm. So in a way, basically we are using uh, this artificial intelligence mechanisms and the feedback mechanisms to help her get better by herself. right We don't really have to uh, give her like any feedback, but mm-hmm. she can just look at it and be better every time. You are on a video. I mean, you are a host. You know, you, every time uh, you want to look better, talk better, right, and communicate better, right? Every every episode, right? So it's similar thing uh, for uh, for the people, and it just allows them to be a better communicator and be a better um, learner. So this is like some of the things that we do. I mean, it's uh, a. Yeah. So it's basically this is like one of the oh, things wow. that we did as part of like developing the like model. Yeah. So we so we we'll uh developing the algorithms to do that. And I'll show you like another uh, let me show you if I can see another interesting. Mm-hmm. So so this is the video of uh, one person, uh, his his journey, okay, in a like quick in a quick video.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So he's a, uh, he's working in a warehouse, right? So as a, uh, I mean, an actual like warehouse, warehouse, bottling warehouse, uh, as a warehouse associate. Hello, my name is Nate Outlaw, and I am happy and excited to be here today. Uh, How you
2: doing? My name is Nate Outlaw uh, today. Hello? My name is Nate Outlaw. I am the see Hello? My name is Nate Outlaw, and the senior Remember him. Hello, my name is Nate Outlaw, and how you doing? My name is Nate Outlaw, and I would like to talk about Union Hall and merch. So,
1: so, so you you know Union and all merch, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so if you just think about it, right? So uh-huh. it uh, so it's it's a person who is working in a warehouse, right? Uh-huh. And then we were able to. Uh, help him uh, find himself and transition mm-hmm. into uh, learn the skills and transition into a data warehouse professional right
2: so yeah.
1: now he leads uh, data warehouse projects
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and works in i guess like power bi and uh, sql and like uh, mm-hmm. data uh, spaces and uh, it's uh, it's super interesting to kind of see uh, how his career transform right it's not that you didn't have potential it's just having the right tools and how we can use uh, the data and all the like various uh, technologies that we are using to solve business problems instead of, like how do you solve human problems uh, that we have so that's uh, that, so that's one uh, thing that we use have data and others and then the learn by doing is like a really uh, interesting concept because uh, most it's ex- especially in skill development, and the uh, mm-hmm. learn by doing is the best way to learn, it is like proven right. Yeah. So, most of our work uh, involves uh, so, in a way, we don't teach people in uh, stuff, but instead, we make people do it and then we'll explain you, and then you explain us, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, do it, we'll explain it. So, that's a, that's a, so, learn by doing is like the core principle that we adapted
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to teach. I mean, of course, like a um, lot of engineers, uh, they, the core way is like we do it and we, we like learn. So, that's like a common mechanism. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, we try to make it into a very uh, in, uh, part of our like, ecosystem, right? So, and how do we do it? So that's uh, it, uh, and we when when we are doing instructor-led programs, they are uh, we give them assignments, they do it, etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then once they move from instructor-led to the uh, self-learning uh, okay. models, right? Then how do you implement learn by doing model, right? So it becomes a little complex. Uh, yeah. So what we did is uh, I'll just show you. Uh, so so this what we did is we hacked Jupyter notebooks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and we created a uh, learning platform on top of Jupyter Notebook. So what you are looking at is actually a Jupyter notebook. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. So uh, and and we basically uh, everything is uh, everything is kind of uh, so, so for example, this is a, a you know uh, uh, the data story by uh, Hans Rosling. So, probably you have seen that uh, video on TED, and that was like one of the. And okay. so, this is like one of the notebooks that explains people uh, how to create the same visual, right? So, okay. what we do is we give like a, uh, a little bit of content around it and explain it, right? And mm-hmm. they go through the course. And these are all the Jupyter notebook cells, right? They can go and like edit them and like code them, right? Uh, And they just go through it and uh, at the end, by the end of the exercise, like they would be able to like just run this model, right? Yeah. Wow. So... uh,
0: One more question I would like to ask about curiosity. So uh, this generates your profile online as well, like you can make it public? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Oh, wow. That's a a good, that's a really good question. See, see, I mean, you are an engineer, so you kind of know like what what is possible, right? Mm-hmm. So that is exactly like what uh, uh, we are doing like next, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, so you can, so this is like one of the uh, models that we are doing. And even the AWS workshop, mm-hmm. the uh, DeepRacer workshop, also we did the same way. So this is all like Jupyter notebooks.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: usually, like when they come in, they learn like reinforcement learning uh deep basically deep reset mode board initialization so this is all the content is kind of available and they just, so this is like the notebook free reinforcement learning we have the video and stuff mm-hmm. uh, and and then uh, as they as they are like go through this i mean they have to go back they have to go to aws platform and come back and like do it but the interesting thing what we are doing is when uh when you want to edit and when uh-huh. you edit a notebook
2: uh-huh.
1: we basically clone uh, what we have uh-huh. um, and make it your own okay so uh-huh. you have your own notebook available on the cloud um, and then uh, that uh, and when you commit it it goes into your personal git repository i mean we we kind of like
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, remove some content uh-huh. uh, but we we kind of make the content that's your own and what you wrote, for example, you worked on a lab, so that's your lab that's available, right? So you can edit it and it's available, and you commit it, it goes to your personal GitHub account. So that way, you are learning, and we are also helping you create your digital footprint on GitHub, which is really important to get a job, right? Yeah, uh, so and also, we are making this particular this notebooks and assignments, all those things are available uh, online for you, uh, and it's a uh, it, it, it's in works, it's not fully baked yet, so we are like working on it so the way, I mean, probably I'm probably jumping ahead here, mm-hmm. so we are creating this platform like for uh, hiring, uh, where people can just go and like post their portfolio, so for example we have, so this is where all the profiles mm-hmm. will come up and uh, in those profiles uh, like each person their portfolio like start showing up Right, so, mm-hmm. what are the various various notebooks? Like everything that you created, like everything would show up. And for the hiring managers, uh, again, like this is this is like a beta, and we still have to push like lot of things here. Mm-hmm. So for the uh, for the hiring managers, it's not necessarily resume anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a resume plus the work that they did and their videos and mm-hmm. basically they connecting to their GitHub and connecting to their like, LinkedIn and everything. So uh, that's something that we are kind of uh, enabling, uh, especially uh, with everybody like working from home, um, it's, uh, the, the skills become mm-hmm. like large. lot important. How do you enable like skill-based hiring, right? So it's an effort that we are doing, but yeah, I'm glad you asked that you could see yeah. that we could publish that's these straight, things.
0: Actually, if, if, if you can make the profile public, you're up- all the work is out there and then people employers can definitely see that actually they don't have to go for any other proofs actually that's right uh, and just simply see that yep. so that's great actually i love your platform so thank you so much for sharing no and, uh, we can proceed further for the next questions so, uh, so moving towards our next question is about you know um uh, you already mentioned about the refactor AI actually. So, just to summarize, would you like to elaborate uh, to the audience?
1: Yeah. So, the refactored AI platform is really our attempt to bring the uh, data science to uh, in the self-learning model. Especially, I'm fascinated about uh, you probably. You know, Code Academy, where you learn probably your first Python coding, uh, your first uh, W three schools, where you learn your uh, first HTML and CSS type of thing. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, our, our goal really is okay. Uh, can we bring the data science mm-hmm. to people and and basically you can edit it and you, you can like play around with it and learn it type of thing. So that we had like Jupyter notebooks and created this platform and it's super exciting um, And also, uh, like you mentioned, can we give the opportunity for people to make it? Uh, 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 the profiles public uh, mm-hmm. and and we are creating this uh, uh, marketplace around it uh, mm-hmm. the objective of that market i mean the, the, the marketplace is there are two primary objectives one is how do we empower a job seeker to continuously uh, build their profiles learn and build their profiles mm-hmm. right uh, and also how do we empower uh, employers to do skill based hiring look at the profiles hire, right so these are the two objectives uh, and as around like these two objectives uh, to empower the uh, to to empower uh, students or uh, like the uh, job seekers right so we are working on uh, curating uh, various data sets that are available and give them hey this is the data set and also them some high-level instructions around how they could solve those things right mm-hmm. let them solve it let them solve it and uh, and uh, uh, and share it and have we also have uh, some I think there is a some sort of auto grading you know, system mm-hmm. that, is there that looks at the code and gives some ranking to it so mm-hmm. that it's uh, uh, so that it's available for you uh, and also we are working on embedding this human skill development piece into that we don't know how much people would uh, actually, use it. But like mm-hmm. we use it a lot in our in a very structured uh, model. But mm-hmm. we have to see whether people would post their video and have a yeah. yeah. Give them hey, <laughs> yeah. this is how it works. At we, we we still have to test it out. I'm hoping that it would be an exciting feature for people to use. But uh, we are giving this opportunity, and and we are looking at looking at creating some track. So one of the interesting track. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we started working on now is uh, especially after COVID is we re- we suddenly realized that ton of people lost internship opportunities, right? There are mm-hmm. jobs are not there even if they're looking for internships, they're not there uh, anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and uh, and also like ton of people, especially internationals, that just sitting, uh, maybe they have a job, maybe they don't have a job, they don't know what to do. So we are creating what we call like OPT track. So it's like a twelve month. <laughs> Yeah. Course where they can go learn Python and work on projects, right? And like continue to develop their profile, and all this work that you did would be visible and available
2: mm-hmm.
1: online, right? So, in a way, you're not with, if you are if you don't have a job, you're not wasting time, instead, you are working on building your portfolio. So, this is a because we built, because we built it with the Jupyter notebooks. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of like a traditional content management system, what it gave us is, it gave us the, each notebook is like a Lego, right? We can just mm-hmm. them like in whatever way we want. We can create mini courses, micro courses, tracks, everything all we have to do is shuffle these things around. So mm-hmm. that's something that uh, we are like, kind of like trying to uh, uh, put it out there. So uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's again like refactored AI, at, at very high level, it's a marketplace where we want to empower uh, individuals who want to develop skills uh, mm-hmm. and put their, uh, and, and also showcase their portfolios out there and mm-hmm. also allow uh, employers uh, to hire based on skills and, and just look at the skills, look at their work uh, and hopefully human skills as well and uh, get it out. And make the hiring
0: decisions. So it definitely actually pretty impressive platform, and I would encourage the audience as well actually to do check out both the platforms. Actually, I love the Colabri as well as the refactor.ai. So definitely do check it out. And moving towards our next question is that you know we are all in the pandemic situation. So how do you feel about future of work scenario post pandemic, and what types of jobs would come up? Do you think? Yeah. So.
1: It's a so the pandemic what it did is it accelerated the digital transformation. So okay. all businesses were looking to invest in digital transformation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, this accelerated that, right? So, what should happen in the next 10 years is going to happen now.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so, the idea of people going to work is going to uh, get, basically lose its attraction and. It's going to be more about work going to people, right? So, uh, so, uh, so now what that means is the businesses are going to make tons of investments into digital transformation. They are going to push uh, the gas on uh, making uh, basically like cutting jobs that uh, are traditionally done and just creating like new jobs around working from home and working digitally, right? So that's what that's going to happen. Uh, and Then uh, a lot is going, at least from my observation, uh, a lot is going to be driven by uh, data. And mm-hmm. so everybody needs some sort of uh, data, data literacy. because when you are in person, you can have conversations. When you are not in person, all you can, I mean, the conversations are based on data. Right, so you have mm-hmm. to, you have to, uh, uh, you have to produce some data and mm-hmm. get, and and that data would be analyzed. So the data will, uh, data is supposed to become the central. Now it's going to become the core piece of every piece of task that humans do. So, I see a lot of uh, hope and opportunity in mm-hmm. the data field uh, and the tech field. The other fields are going to have a lot of uh, disruption, but I think most fundamentally, um, the responsibility um, really lies on uh, the people in tech to figure Mm -hmm. out how to engage people who are not in tech, right? Mm -hmm. And and uh, instead of looking at them as oh, okay, they don't know tech, they don't belong. Uh, they don't belong to this job. Instead of that, we need to look at uh, more um, as an inclusive mechanism. We need to look at because because uh, our a society functions, or a company functions, or anything functions by having various minds and various uh, uh, you know, various people contributing like in various forms. So we should we should. It's our responsibility as the people who are in, in the front lines of the tech to really think about how we are going to be able to uh, help people transition, how we are going to help them. Uh, and and that's, where, that's where I think our creativity should be. That's where I think, uh, uh, I mean it's, it's, it's ironic that we got this uh, award that you know, AI for Betterment of Humanity um, more uh, in, a, in a kind of like accidental fashion uh, but I think that's that's really the uh, should be the center uh, thinking process for all of us right so it's just <laughs> not about uh, business bottom line which is important but it's also about how can we use our technologies instead of alienating people out how can we use the technology to bring people into the system and how can we empower people with this and and be more inclusive that's uh, <laughs> I think uh, in a way um, uh, the pandemic has has created a lot of disruption in mm-hmm. everyone's life, but I think it's also an opportunity for innovators to look at the world in a different fashion and uh, make it like more inclusive.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. And when we are talking a lot more about future of work, uh, I would like to ask is, is Colabri ready for future of work ahead? Uh, clearly, MIT solve records recognized your platform as the most promising work of the future solution. So, do you think is it ready?
1: Uh, we are always ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so again, so yes, uh, so we are. So, like I said, we are doing all uh, things that are possible, and what in our capacity to. Um, uh, to help people on the uh, other side of the track and who are less fortunate, but at the same time um, We also focus a lot on entrepreneurs and business what they're looking for and provide them like the solution So it's a uh, it's a combination of both like it doesn't only one piece does not it work. It's a, it's a combination in both as to work mm-hmm. uh, And and yes, I mean uh, at, at the core uh, uh, of how we think and how we operate and uh, how, where we invest mm-hmm. uh, and where we innovate is very much driven by uh, future of work and and work of the future. Right? Future of uh, and the difference is future of work is disruption. Work of the future is really how people are going to work and what skills they are yeah. required. So that's uh, uh, that's at the front and center of it. And I would say. Uh, it's it's just not uh, us being ready to uh, to work in the future of uh, future of work uh, but i think it's a uh, everyone ev- everyone uh, sh- uh, it's it's a moment of reckoning for us it's everyone should think about it and see how uh, we can make the you know, future of work uh, and work in the future Which is like now (laughs) accessible uh, for everybody and um, and inclusive and equitable for everyone. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. And uh, it truly shows that you are a leader, actually. So I would like to ask, what kind of a leadership style do you have, and uh, any leader, specific leader that you always follow or admire?
1: Oh, uh, (laughs) that's a tough question Uh, because I mean, so. Uh, for me, I, I'm kind of engineer. I, I get you. asked ask like a really tough question, <laughs> but so so. Uh, right? Uh, so. so yeah. So 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 I have like uh, two basic uh, principles. Like one is servant leadership,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: other is uh, uh, example. Basically, lead uh, lead by example. So mm-hmm. these are the two things uh, that right, uh, I try to do. So when I say uh, servant leadership. Uh, every anybody who we hire, I mean, we're a small company, we're not a large company, but anybody who we hire, mm-hmm. um, I look at them as a, you know, somebody who I'm hiring for life, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and what that means is I have to invest them so that they can contribute back to the organization, mm-hmm. right? So uh, that means we we spend up like almost a month, two, sometimes three months, just helping them uh, get accustomed to like what we are doing and and, and how we do things. So that that re, the, the the result of that would be they love what we are doing and they want to be here, and we don't have to like worry about they leaving it. I mean, people have choices, but so but that's 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 one of the things that I do. And then lead by example is really about uh, a lot of times uh, uh, when uh, you face problems every single time and it's uh, difficult to solve the problems. And also, people might not, people might be a little scared about like raising their hand or like doing things, right? So, uh, I try to basically, if, if I see a problem, I try to jump on it and be there and help solve it uh, until uh, until I feel that my need is not there anymore right mm-hmm. so that's uh, once I see my need not my need is not there anymore and uh, basically people can take it forward again at the, at the end of it uh, the core uh, aspect to my uh, leadership is empower others to yeah. succeed right. So, if, if I empower them to succeed, then I don't have to work. Like, yeah. I, honestly, I don't want to work. I want to be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah so, and, but, uh, again, but a lot of innovations comes because you are lazy <laughs> and you want to make life easier. So, but yeah, so it's uh, I, I strongly believe in the idea of like empowering others to succeed. And if they succeed, with me, I will succeed as a leader and the business succeeds.
0: Yes, so thank you so much. And definitely that is a very valid and important leadership style to have actually so that everybody will be empowered. So uh, that's nice. And uh, moving towards the last question of this show is that um, what are other projects you are considering right now?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean, I'm always like thinking of a ton of projects. So, but I would say one of the uh, interesting projects that I am trying to pursue at this point of time is uh, uh, it's related to giving the internship opportunities at scale to people right so in a world where we can outsource work and get it done from anywhere in the world mm-hmm. right uh, there sh- it doesn't make sense uh, that the people don't have internship opportunities Right? How do you how do you get work experience? Right? Mm -hmm. And without without giving the opportunity to work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, so uh, so that that's an interesting uh, project that I'm uh, trying to pursue. So uh, this summer I had like think about uh, uh, about seven interns who joined and like working with us who put together this uh, deep research and Feeding America Fundraiser workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm asking them, hey, tell me how can uh, I have like 70 interns, maybe 700, maybe mm-hmm. a, a 7 million interns. <laughs> right? Oh. Right. So, uh, I mean, it's technical yeah. tech. You could do like anything with tech provided uh, you create like a structure and a platform and have people like do it. Right? So mm-hmm. can I, so w- one of the things I constantly uh, think about is how do I automate myself, right? So that's uh, when when so that means I'm we have this internship program and how do I automate, right? So that means every internship probably has a certain structure, just like our classes have certain structures, just like any learning has certain structure. The internship probably has certain structure. So uh, I wa- I'm trying to like create this project uh, which allows people to sign up. And go through a certain process, which probably feels more like an internship, uh, probably self-driven uh, internship, or maybe there is a group, or maybe there is a mentor. So if we have, if, if we can like sign up mentors from the industry to guide them, that would be awesome. So, but that's uh, that's a project that I'm trying to work on, uh, in the sense uh, being a how can I, can, can we create a million internships every year on a platform? why not right so <laughs> uh, uh and and yeah, so that's that's something that um, I'm trying to work and if not million if i could if I could do a hundred that would be awesome right <laughs> being a small organization yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's one of the projects that I'm working on and the other important project that uh, I'm working on is uh, mit has Release this uh, human skills framework,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and uh, this their objective uh, is really uh, how to codify uh, human skills and measure them uh, mm-hmm. such a way uh, that uh, people can uh, and others can take that uh, framework and implement it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are working on. Uh, taking that human skills framework, we we have done like ton of work, uh, as you can, uh, like I showed you it. But we are taking that human skills framework and see if we can build like a more uh, a solution um, that's uh, uh, that that could be used by, uh, of course, us and uh, everywhere else. That's another uh, project that I'm looking at.
0: So, thank you so much sharing and. Uh I really appreciate your time and I'm really grateful to have you on the show. So thank you so much and audience, definitely you are going to enjoy this episode. We have discovered and uh, learned a lot more about the Colabri and the Refactor.ai and they are definitely standing for good initiatives. So definitely watch out this episode and as I always say, until we meet, happy leading. Let's get together. Stay safe. Bye for now.